0: I love that God's method is people don't you love that God's method is people and it couldn't be truer of of rebirth that's what we've seen people are being planted people are being sent out the 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 core of rebirth Christ centered for people I love that so we're doing the God is series and just a a recap that's all the way from Peter Maritzburg, guys. <laughs> um, welcome, Pastor Sylvester. And was it Judy? Welcome. Glad to have you in the house this morning. Blessed to have you in the house this morning. We're going to do a quick um, recap. God is, and we spoke about last week, redeeming from the Redeemer. Okay. Redeeming from the Redeemer. And we had three points last week. Point number one being that God immediately requires faith from you. Genesis 1 verses 1 starts out with in the beginning, God. God is introduced without apology. You have to believe right from the beginning. Okay, that's required from you. Point number two, a response is required from you. A response is required from you. God has announced himself, but you need to respond. The word says, and Jesus said this love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your spirit, and with all your mind. Okay? You need to respond. And finally, we spoke about relationship. God requires us to serve him in spirit and in truth. That's our mandate. Here on earth. That's how we get into the purpose of God. We're moving in to God is the master planner this morning. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning with such thankful and grateful hearts. Lord, you are such a good God. Even this morning as we... Give appreciation for Pastor Bev and Pastors Away. We want to just acknowledge that all good gifts come from you. Father, you are a good God. You have deposited into our lives. There's not one of us here this morning that is worthy. But yet you've called us in. Father, we thank you for your word that will go forth this morning. And I pray that you take me out of the way, and Holy Spirit, you lead the way. We pray for the hearts that will listen to your word this morning. We pray for fertile ground in the mighty name of Jesus. Do it your way, Lord. Do it your way. Amen. So December is coming upon us, and some of us might be deciding to to go to the coast. Go down to Durban, go down to Cape Town, go down to Mauritius, wherever it is that we're going. And if you decide to go on one of these trips, I hope you're a planner. Because we don't just get into the car and after we had knowledge that we're going to Durban, for instance, we don't just get into the car and say, I'm hoping to get there. So we do a bit of planning, right? Put aside some, I'm seeing that, is there no planning? You get in the car and run? Woo! hope and a prayer a prayer is planning so you're going to invest some money into this right you're going to put some money away or else you might, as, you might just get to the front gate alright so you're going to put some money away you're going to service that car or else your holiday might actually be on the road Okay, you're going to check the weather you're going to check the weather because you know you need to know what to pack right you want to be comfortable on the way so maybe a nice light track suit some nice sneakers keep you comfortable whilst you get there some maybe some going-out clothes for when you're in Durban in Cape Town definitely a swimsuit or two mm-hmm. or three one for every occasion so and not forgetting, you've got to save some money for coming back as well, right? You've got to save some uh, clothes. Oh, some of us don't plan that far. Yes. Hope and a prayer. Lord, give them wisdom. So, foreknowledge is preparation. Foreknowledge is preparation. Jeremiah 1 verses 5 says, Before... I formed you in the womb. I knew you. God has foreknowledge of you and I. Which implies preparation. Preparation. There is not one baby that was dedicated here today that's here by mistake. Foreknowledge is preparation. God has planned for every child that was here. God has planned for this baby that's on the way here. There is preparation in knowledge don't let the enemy minister mistake to you that's a lie from the pit of hell every single one of us that is here this morning we are here on purpose for purpose we are here on purpose for god's purpose god is intentional God has foreknowledge of you and I, and He's planned for a time such as this. Amen. Amen. I want to look at another baby this morning that was planned. Um, anybody heard of King David? Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. So I want us to just get a bit of a glimpse into the preparation of God and God, the master plan, or what God is doing behind the scenes. Um, if we look at the book of Ruth okay very short book but very profound so in the book of Ruth you've got a lady called Naomi her husband Elimelech and they've got two sons they leave the land of Judah because of famine things are not going so well in Judah and they go to another land Moab right they go to where it's supposed to be better guess what happens there where it's supposed to be better our plan so number one naomi's husband dies life starts getting in the way here they didn't plan for this he's gone okay head of the household gone about 10 years down the line both husbands gone life is happening we see that Naomi then decides it's time to go back to the land of Judah okay she hears that God has supplied bread in the land of Judah it's time to go back and we see in the book of Ruth out of the two daughters one of those daughters says no i am going with you i am going with you but here's this she makes a declaration to Naomi, and she says your people will be my people and your god will be my god she changes the atmosphere with this declaration she changes the atmosphere with this declaration because immediately she becomes available She becomes available to the things of God. Now, I want you to think about what Naomi is going through. She's lost her husband. She's lost two sons. She's in a bit of despair at this point in time. She's not a happy woman. We've experienced that type of thing in COVID. We've lost loved ones. We've lost jobs. We've lost so much now Naomi went back to the land of Judah and people who knew her were excited to see her welcome Naomi welcome Naomi what was Naomi's response don't call me Naomi don't call me Naomi call me Mara why is she saying this she says because when I left judah initially i left full and when i returned i returned empty could i put it to you this way naomi had her eyes fixed on the natural naomi saw what was taken away god was master planning in the background naomi said i am empty god was saying i'm preparing new thing here I am preparing a new thing so we see Ruth the the daughter who went back with Naomi taking on responsibilities and she says you know what I'm gonna honor you I'm going to be loyal to you my mother-in-law I'm not gonna leave you I meant what I said your people my people your God my God And we see the favor of God starting to turn towards her. We see the favor of God working in the background. Now there's somebody called Boaz. There was a tradition in Israel at that point. So if a line, a lineage was taken out, Somebody in the family could actually step in and stand proxy So that lineage does not fall away does not die away So this is actually what happened here. We get Boaz who's a family member of the husband and sons who steps in and stands proxy now I'm not going to go into the details of that to save time but In the natural the custom was taking care of the widows the orphans ensuring they are taken care of also the custom is taking care of the lineage the land the inheritance but God is planning things in the background God is planning things in the background so the first child that comes out of the union of Boaz and Ruth, the daughter after they get married is technically from the lineage of Naomi's husband, because this man is standing proxy for her son. Okay, so because, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, he came to cut that lineage. He came to cut that lineage. Somebody was put in to say, look, I'll stand proxy, I'll stand proxy, I will put back what the enemy has cut out. Hey, hey, reminds you of somebody. I want us firstly to go to Matthew 1. and. I won't read through it all, but I want you to see something in Matthew 1. It's got the genealogy of Jesus Christ here, okay? And it starts out with Abraham, right? And then halfway down in um, verse 5, it says, Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab, Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. I'm going to skip a few. Okay, Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king. And then I want to go all the way down, all the way down to verse 16 and it says, And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus, who is called Christ. So, remember here we had an almost interruption. The enemy coming to steal, kill and destroy and disrupt this lineage. We have somebody standing proxy and we have the lineage continue all the way to Jesus Christ. All the way to Jesus Christ. Now there's similarities between Boaz and Jesus Christ, there's a parallel here. And we see how Boaz steps in, stands proxy, we see the benefit. From Israel and the Gentiles, because this Moabite woman was outside of the chosen people. So them going back to Judah it reunites Judah and the Gentiles. They've got benefit both of them. Jesus Christ came to do the same thing reunite Gentile and the chosen. I want us to go a little further here though, if you look at, it says (laughs) Boaz by Rahab, Boaz by Rahab, does anybody remember who Rahab was, hey, now the way God does things, the way God does things, how could we ever put a plan like this together? Now Rahab, we, we heard about in the book of Joshua, okay, Rahab is described as a harlot who harbored two spies that went to go and look at or case out the land of Jericho. Here is a woman, you and I would have gotten stuck on this point of she's a harlot, what good is she? How can she be used? This woman is of sin. How can she be used? God's master plan. Why is Rahab being used? Number one, she believes. She believes in God the Father. So she's made available to be used. Check this out. Hebrews 11 verses 31 says, Rahab was a woman of faith. That's what she actually said to those spies. I know that you guys are coming in, I know you're God. I know that what is supposed to happen is going to happen, but in faith, spare me and my family. She's declaring faith and belief in our God. She's declaring that he is God all-powerful, She makes herself available to be used immediately. James 2 verses 25 says, Rahab was justified by works. The Bible says, Faith without works is dead. The Bible says this woman, the harlot, you and I would have stopped there. She has faith and she's justified by works. She's done something to position herself. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 27. God has chosen the things that are foolish to confound the wise. He's chosen the weak. He's chosen the weak to confound those that are supposed to be mighty. You and I, I said this last week, There is nobody here that's without sin. Nobody. We cannot look to the left or to the right to man and say, that's where my hope is. Man will let you down. But God can change that around. God can change that around. We would not have chosen the harlot. But God was looking at the heart not the outside family today god is looking at our hearts he's looking at us to respond to him to serve him in spirit and in truth it's got nothing to do with how we look on the outside only god knows what is going on in your heart nobody else knows there is nobody that is sitting next to you today that knows what is going on in your heart. God knows what is going on in the heart. Serving Him in spirit and in truth is between you and Him. Amen. It's between you and Him. Isaiah 55:8: 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. In your ways... Are not my ways we would have disqualified the harlot we would have disqualified the harlot the snap of a finger God has looked at the heart and said hey don't call anything unclean don't call anything unclean God has sanctified don't you this this morning disqualify yourself because the enemy is whispering in your ear. You've got a responsibility once again, like I've said, to respond to the call of God. To make yourself available. You've got to declare that His people are your people. He's God. is your God. You've got a responsibility to respond to the King of Kings. Proverbs 19 verses 21. Many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's God's purpose that prevails. It's God's purpose that prevails. This morning, I just want I I want to implore you. I said this last week, we're doing things the other way around. The word says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. We are doing it the other way around. Let us do life first. Let us figure out life first. Lord will add you after. How many of us right here, you know, I was, I was, I was sharing a bit of this message with Bernice because I was, I was, I was saying to her, God's ma- master plan is to bring purpose revelation of purpose into our lives and after we had discussed this and she said to me but how do you say to anybody how do they get to the purpose part can i put it to you today that we are stiff-necked people why do i say that because god has told us how to walk in alignment of his purpose he said Seek me first. Seek my righteousness. All those other things, I will add them. But we don't want to hear that. We actually don't want to hear, seek God first. We want to hear, okay, give me the the method. Tell me about personal motivation. Tell me about what is the, the, the five pillars of whatever it is to succeed. God is saying seek me I told you what the blueprint is you want to know what the purpose for your life is seek me seek me it is simple seek me first how can we the peace that surpasses all understanding becomes your peace when you are seeking God not outside of it why don't we want to hear this why don't we we don't want to hear that part man is saying you've got to do life like this you've got to do life like that we can't include God in the boardroom, that's not part of the master plan God is saying seek me first I know We're going to and fro on this earth asking that question, Lord, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? What are we seeking? Have we surrendered? Have I said you will be my God? Have I said that? Have I said you will be my God? There's a starting point to this family. There's a starting point to this. I want to fast forward to Psalms 139. And I want you to... I'm going to give you some homework because we don't have a lot of time. But I want you at some point in time during this week to go and meditate on Psalm 139. David was planned for you know even if you're going to read in the book of, of Samuel and, and how even Samuel came about Hannah's, Hannah's womb, his mother her, her, her womb it says her womb was closed by God closed by God until Hannah's desperation for what she wanted came in alignment with God's plan. When she said, I will dedicate the fruit of this womb to you, God said, okay. Okay. Changing the atmosphere. Psalm 139. Remember, like I said, this is homework for you and I. We need to get into the point of where we see And know and experience who God is that's the relationship that we're talking about okay we need to experience who God is now David has gone through this time in his life and how beautiful is this we see here the omniscience of God omni knowing everything science knowing everything so all knowing all O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path. This is the King of Kings. This is the King of Kings that knows everything about you. This is the king of kings that knew about you before you were in your mother's womb. He knows you're standing up. He knows you're sitting down. He knows you're lying down. Why would the king of kings know all of these things? He is God. He is omniscient. If we go a little further to verse 7, talks about the omnipresence of God. Where is it that we can go where God is not? Where can we go to hide from God? And Psalm 139 goes further into God being all-powerful, all-powerful. What is your experience? What is my experience with God? God has called us into relationship. He's called us to respond But what is our experience level of who he is? How can we tap into the master plan if we don't know the master? How can we? Here's a point that I want to close with at the very end of Psalm 139 where this for me is serving God in spirit and in truth. Would you be able to say this to God? god knows your heart goes god knows my heart search me oh god search me wow search me oh god and know my heart try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting Family, what is your cry to the King of Kings this morning? Are we being transparent before him? Are we really asking or praying a prayer like this? Or are we hiding in the shadows? Are we hiding in the shadows because, you know what? Man doesn't know. You don't know this about me. You don't know that about me. God knows the heart. Can we pray a prayer like this? Search me, O God. Know my heart. That's a challenge to each and every one of us here this morning. It's all about God's master plan. But there is nothing to it if we don't surrender. If we don't surrender. The Israelites wandered for 40 years in the desert. The scripture says God's purpose will prevail. So, God's purpose is going to prevail with you, without you, with me, without me. God's purpose will continue, but my purpose is actually in His purpose. It's actually beneficial for me to step into knowing what God wants for my life. I can wander for 40 years in the desert. Is that beneficial for me God has promises for us the land of milk and honey but we've got a responsibility towards it is God going to use our generation or is God going to use the generations to come here's babies that were dedicated this morning for God's purpose should us as adults not already be walking in that purpose should us as adults, not be walking in God's purpose, so that our kids coming up behind us can say, hey, "I'm just continuing in the land of milk and honey." Here, my parents who were wise walked in this already, or are our kids having to find their own way. We've got a responsibility. We are a generation who has been called into God's master plan. We've got a responsibility to respond, family. We've got a responsibility to respond. That knocking on your heart is the Holy Spirit. That pounding on your heart is the Holy Spirit. How long are you going to wander in the desert when the promised land is right there? God is calling for you and he's calling for me Don't let us wander without God's master plan. That is the purpose That is your purpose. Don't look for another purpose out of there. There is no other purpose besides the purpose of God He says serve me with your spirit your mind your everything There is no other purpose. That is what you were born for. That is what you were created for If you are not using something for what it was created for, you are abnormally using it. You are abusing it. You are abusing what the Creator has made. He has made you for a purpose and that's for His glory. Effecting change here in the atmosphere for His glory. (laughs) Father, this morning, I thank you for your word. Lord, I know that you are speaking to hearts here this morning. Father, we prayed for fertile ground. We know that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. We know that your word is alive and effective. We pray over the seed this morning that has been been sown into the lives of this, your people. Help us to see your master plan, Father. Help us to see that we are included, we are not excluded. We are qualified because you qualify us. The enemy has tried to disqualify us, but you have chosen us, Lord. You know our hurts, you know our pain, You know our hearts, Lord. We pray this morning, Father, that we respond in spirit and in truth. For your glory, Lord. For your glory on this earth. We declare this morning that you are God. You are our God. We are available, Lord use us in this earth for your glory father we bless your name and we thank you for your word this morning the church of rebirth says amen and amen. 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 amen pastor bev thanks